Welcome to Life and Worldview with Stephen R. Martins, brought to you by the Kantaro Institute, an organization committed to the advancement of the Christian worldview for the reformation and renewal of the church and culture. Welcome to our second episode of Life and Worldview. Our scripture verse for today is Romans chapter 5, verse 12, in which Paul writes, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men, because all sinned. We find in this verse two truths concerning the sin of man. The first is that we've all inherited a sin nature. That's to say, a disposition to sin, to break God's law, to go our own way. And we've inherited this sin nature from our federal head, Adam. And by Adam, or Adam, I mean the historical Adam, not some symbolic figure for some group of hominids. When the historical Adam disobeyed God's command in the garden, that is to say, when he sinned, being the federal head of humanity, what he did was plunge the human race into sin. And by doing so, he set our race up in hostility against God. And this explains why we are, by default, enemies of God. Uh, we've inherited Adam's nature. However, our sin nature is not the only thing we've inherited from our federal head's disobedience. We also inherited the curse of sin, which all of creation currently suffers under. We're not only, therefore, spiritually dead, says Paul, we're also subject to physical death and decay. Death and suffering enter through the door of sin. But there's a second truth concerning man's sin. The sin we commit, regardless if we attribute it to our own sinful nature, which we've inherited, is our own. We're fully responsible for our sin. With these two revealed truths, we can understand what it means that God visits the iniquity from one generation to the next in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 9, which has to do with our inherited sin nature and God's judgment of it. We also then understand what it means that God does not hold the sins of the Father against His children, which we read in Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 20. In this instance, it has everything to do with one's own personal sin. Without understanding these two revealed truths, uh, we would think that there might be some tension or contradiction between these two verses, but there really isn't. God will judge every human generation for the sin nature they've inherited from our federal head, but at the same time, He will judge us for our own personal sin. Of course, those who have placed their faith in Christ and who have repented as a result are forgiven and justified in Christ. It's when we realize just how dire our situation is as sinners, that we really begin to see the depth, the width, and the riches of God's saving grace. Tragically, for those who are lost, their sinfulness is reduced to nothing more than an inconvenient ailment that has no bearing on their earthly present and eternal future. A mere gander at our present culture will tell you that much. The very idea that God would judge them for their sins appears offensive to their sensibilities. They're blind to the depth, the width, and the riches of God's grace, and they will remain so unless the Holy Spirit regenerates their hearts and opens their eyes. 
but denying reality does not make it less so. God's truth is absolute. And what Paul writes here in Romans chapter 5, verse 12, cannot be denied. As John Piper once wrote, the problem with the human race is not mostly, deeply, that everybody does various kinds of sins. Those sins are real. They're huge. They're enough to condemn us. Paul is very concerned about them. But the deepest problem is that behind all our depravity and all our guilt and all our sinning, there's a deep mysterious connection with Adam, whose sin became our sin and whose judgment became our judgment. Have we repented of our sin? Do we understand the severity of our fallen nature? And have we run to the God who saves? Questions worth considering in light of the present and eternal implications. Life and Worldview is a podcast of the Kantaro Institute. Inheriting, informing, inspiring. As a registered charity, we impact thousands across the globe through our digital and print resources. Thanks to your generous support and donations, we can't do this without your support. Consider becoming a partner today. All rights reserved.